Welcome to the Halftime Dimes podcast, where we drop the hottest takes in sports from Chicago and around the nation. Okay, Scott, the biggest question on Chicago Bears fans' minds, what should they do about the quarterback position this offseason? Look at what assets I have. I would try to trade for Deshaun Watson. He clearly wants out of out of Houston. Uh, the Bears blundered that draft by not drafting him and trading up for Trubisky. And here's an opportunity that they have to trade what they can. I don't know what they can. Again, they have to look at their assets um, and figure out what's worth it. But Deshaun Watson is a once-in-a-generation talent, just like Mahomes, both coming out of that draft that the Bears took Trubisky in. Again, biggest blunder of probably draft history, in my opinion. Um, And, yeah, let's get Deshaun Watson. Let's bring him to Chicago. Let's get some rings on that finger. We all know that Pace is not the best at drafting first-rounders, so that would prevent him from doing that since we would probably need to part with this year's, next year's, the year after, throwing some twos. But to be able to afford Watson, we'd most likely have to cut Akeem Hicks. What do you think about that? Hmm. I mean... Even though it didn't show it at most of the time this year, the defense is still elite. They have elite talent. They maybe didn't perform the best. But with Khalil Mack, I'm sure Robert Quinn will have a better season. This season surprised us all that he didn't really perform. Um, we have good secondary. Linebacking core is still solid. You know, Roquan Smith, by no means, but I consider him a lost cause. He's, I think he's pretty good. Um, if you have to get rid of Hicks to get Watson, do it. I no, there's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of Bears fans that won't like that because you know Akeem Hicks has been like the uh, cornerstone of that line and defense, but Watson's a once in a generation talent. You gotta you gotta free up some money for Watson. Heck, if the Jets want or not the Jets, the Texans want uh, Hicks, throw him in the deal. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, they could use the defensive help. How about? The cheaper option, Sam Darnold. This frees up the Jets to take Fields or Lawrence at two, depending on what Urban Meyer does. Yes, he's seeing ghosts, but hopefully in Chicago, that won't be the case. Because we have the Ghostbusters. Yes. And he played outside, so it wouldn't be that big of a change weather-wise. I was on the train for, uh, um, what's his name, the quarterback from UCLA that's been traded three times on the Dolphins. See? Can't even think of his name anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, Olsen? No. No. He Ogden. Was, he was drafted by the Cardinals before they gave up on him after a year. Oh. Rosen. Rosen. Josh Rosen. See? He's faded into oblivion. I can't even think of his name anymore. <laughs> I was on that train, but now Darnold, probably a better prospect. The Jets are just a black hole. Probably looking to get one of the two phenoms this year. Would you take Darnold? Well, I was just listening to Mully and Haw on the way here, and they had, I can't remember his name, but a longtime football columnist. He has a podcast uh, called The Goat about Tom Brady, and um, he was talking about Darnold, and they, they were talking about that as an option. And you know, he says, Darnold's been you know, mediocre to the point of awful uh, for his career so far, maybe a change of scenery will help. I don't know. 
maybe uh, you know maybe he's not that elite quarterback they thought they were drafting. You know, the next Andrew Luck they thought they were drafting. Um, but again, yeah, maybe he needs a change of scenery. Maybe having some talent around him, because uh, you know this the guy that was on with Molly and Hot was saying <laughs> the Jets' talent was essentially expansion team like. Um, so you know he didn't really have anything around him. He's seeing ghosts. You know, again, we have the Ghostbusters. Let's uh, let's write that ship. Um, I could see it. I'd be fine with it. I think he'd be better than Trubisky. Um, I don't know how he would fit into Matt Nagy's offense, um, but that's definitely something to work uh, to figure out. And also, too, I think that, you know, you build an offense and you structure an offense around what you have. You don't have this offense and try to fill the pieces that plug the holes because money is an object you only have so much of it to spend and you know talent is also at a premium right like it's it's in high demand it's a it's a scarce resource and so you if they were to get darnold great how are you going to structure the offense around him are you going to keep Allen robinson i'm I'm probably jumping on your next question there but big question (laughs) um i just yeah i don't know they need to put weapons around darnold to give him the chance to succeed which the jets haven't done maybe the bears can I think that's paramount to any quarterback. I mean... Unless you're Tom Brady. Tom Brady can go anywhere and win. He's been in the NFC one year, and it's already in the championship game. Um, it's... We're going back to Allen Robinson and money. We still are on the hook for Nick Foles. Can't really get rid of him. Allen Robinson... He had the whole year to sign him, didn't do it. Now, what do you can you franchise tag him? That's probably five, six million dollars more than the contract per year average you were offering him. You don't have a number one in the wings, like a team like <clears throat> the Cowboys, who have probably a few number ones at receiver. Mooney's a slot receiver slash someone you can stretch the field with. Miller, he probably won't even be on the team. Hopefully, Wims won't be on the team. So, then you go back to tight ends, too. Jimmy Graham, again, probably a cap casualty. Then you accelerate Komet, who you barely used for three quarters of the season. And now your weapons are slightly dropping off the exception of Montgomery, who really picked it up at the end of the year. You get Cohen back, hopefully, full speed. Mm. So then do you think about, if you don't want to trade for Darnold, if you can't trade for Watson, who might not even want to come here after he was stiffed by the Bears' management, like, take the man to dinner. You took Trubisky to dinner. Take a national championship quarterback to dinner and just talk to him. Even if you're not going to draft him. Mahomes, I understand. But Watson just beat Alabama. So, like, that deserves respect. But you got a pick in the early 20s. Not going to get Lawrence or Fields. Zach Wilson, probably not going to be there. He's a 5-15er. Trey Lance could be there. But, again... Kyle Trask, that's like the worst place to find a quarterback. That he's not going to be 
a day one plug and play franchise quarterback. So they're really in the worst possible position to find a quarterback to be the Bears starter in 2021 you mean drafting in the mid-20s in the first round's not worked out for people like the you know the teams that drafted uh johnny manzel tim tebow paxton lynch aaron Rodgers, aaron Rodgers. <laughs> aaron Rodgers. okay well that one worked out one, one of them worked out jordan love soon to soon to be told um what do you do with robinson i mean i don't know i don't know the communication between this the two sides but i mean if if franchising him is five to six million more than what the contract you're offering him was, I personally would try to offer <clears throat> maybe slightly more than what offered before, but less than a franchise tag. Uh, because I mean, he's he's a stud. He's an elite receiver. He, you know, he made Trubisky look better. He made Foles look better for a few weeks. Um, you know, I feel like. Now I don't know that I don't know the terms of all the contracts, but if Foles can Foles be a cap casualty too? Is that something you could do, or is it, would they be on the hook for a ton? Probably not. They they'd be on a hook. They'd have to find a team to trade him to that would be willing to pay a bunch of his contract. So so nobody likely gonna be stuck with Foles. Probably I I want to say that he's not gonna be the starter, but if they can't find anybody else, what what do you do and you get Chase Daniels. It's Daniel. Whatever. No S. No S, people. It's Chase Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Chase Daniel. There you go. Chase Daniel. <laughs> uh, and, man, could you imagine bringing Trubisky back? I mean, what would he even want to come back? Would you... He said he has unfinished business with the Bears. Yeah, but then you have to think, how how much is he worth? Do you pay him a starter salary? Could he make more being a backup somewhere else? Does he want to be a starter? Like, this is... Again, the Bears are in the worst possible quarterback situation. And not even talking about the left and right tackles. Like, the left tackle is paramount to having a good offense. We know Charles Leno is just a walking penalty. Mm. He is... I uh, we need to get rid of him and upgrade that position. Surprisingly, the middle three, even without James Daniels, was very effective at the end of the year since they had some continuity, which gave some running room to Montgomery. Did I say Jeff Daniels earlier? I might have. You did say Good Jeff actor. Daniels. He was. He is a good actor. <laughs> but the Bears just have so much offensive need. Now we need a new defensive coordinator. That's right. Pagano riding off into the sunset. And rightfully so. He had a good good career. Mm. Cancer survivor. Yeah. Stand-up guy. I'm sure they'll find... I know they're talking about Mike Singletary right now as being a leading candidate to replace him. But can they win with him? Can they coach with him? <laughs> can they do it? I mean, he got... He put the pieces for the Harbaugh in the 49ers. That is true. To eventually get to the Super Bowl, so he's a good coach, probably a good coordinator. Uh, it's just, do you trust the Bears, specifically Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, to fill these gaps, to get us better than 
eight and eight mediocrity. Like, it's just so frustrating because they don't have a president that's a football mind, so they're really just relying on Pace and Nagy. Um, I mean, he hasn't done so thus far. I think, you know, that first, Trubisky's first full season as a starter was, you know, it's appearing to be much more luck than skill that they had as good of a season that they did. It was also a lot of the defense. Um, you know, Cody Parkey made sure that we didn't advance beyond the first game, the playoffs. Um, but no, since then it's been, it's been really up and down. I mean, this year, remember all the memes where it was like, you are without a doubt the worst five and one team in the history of the NFL, but we are five and one, <laughs> you know? And then there was a five game losing streak or was it six? Whatever. Regardless, a long losing streak. So it's like, Hey, we're going to make the playoffs. Hey, we're going to miss the playoffs. Hey, we're limping into the playoffs. Um, you know, it's like you can't have seasons like that. You need consistency. And so far, Nagy has not shown that he can coach consistency. And Pace hasn't shown that he can put together a team of consistency. Now, the Bears, I mean, you know, looking at their roster, they've had so much talent over the last few years. So the question is, is if you have all that talent, <clears throat> are they, A, underperforming, or B, not getting the guidance or direction or push from those who are coaching them now whether that's on the offensive coordinator defensive coordinator whether it's on the individual positional coaches whether it's on Matt Nagy I mean you know managers in baseball head coaches in basketball uh, head coaches in football they always you know they always are the ones to fall on the sword for their team's shortcomings regardless of what it might be so I mean I personally don't agree with giving Nagy another year uh, <clears throat> as far as pace goes, I mean, he hasn't drafted well in the first round, but I think he's had some pretty good drafts overall. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think you do you keep pace and well, I mean, they're keeping pace and Nagy. This is just me, you know, a pipe dream. But um, do you see if pace can find another head coach, or is it their their futures are interlocked and? Whatever happens to one happens to the other, and then you change the regime again, which, I mean, I've only been a Bears fan for about 20 years now, um, and, I mean, what, how many regime changes have there been? There was Angelo, then Emery, then Pace, so three GMs, and then head coaches, there's been, let's see, who was the coach? Dick Duran, Lovey Smith, uh, Trestman. Oh, God. God. <laughs> um and then uh, John Fox, and now Nagy. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, I get I get that coaches in the NFL change like that, but, man, you need to get something that's going to be good, that's going to work, and you got to... <sighs> what drives me crazy is watching the Chiefs play in the playoffs. They're doing all these trick plays, throwing the Browns off, Wildcats... Receivers throwing, Mahomes rolling out, doing his, his sidearm passes, no look. Like, what happened to that creativity from Nagy that was there the first year? <clears throat> These past two seasons, it's been run up the middle with Montgomery, run up the middle, which makes no sense, with Cohen, and then do a four-yard pass. Most likely to Allen Robinson. Over and over and over again. Same thing. Predictability. The opponents know it's going to happen. It's just... He went from 
being a creative genius with the the Philly special, you know, mm. and now, well, granted that was actually prior year from John Fox era, but he would make plays like that. We saw one against the Saints that I don't even get me started on whims. Dropped the easiest catch mm. in the history of football. But other than that, you know, they're just they're not doing the defensive lineman run goal line runs. They're not doing the tight end passes. Again, maybe the loss of Cohen really impacted that, but it's it's just been maddening. Yeah, they become boring, right? They become they become my dad always used to say about the eighty five Bears, which granted they won the Super Bowl, but you know, he was always saying Peyton to the left, Peyton to the right, Peyton up the middle and punt. <laughs> you know, and it's like Granted, Montgomery did have a really good second half of the season, becoming one of the top running backs in the NFL, and I think you know he's definitely a building block for the future. You know, he can—he's a pass catcher. He can also run really well. You get Cohen back, you get that dual-headed, you know, twin-headed monster or something. Um, but you know, you need a quarterback too to offset what you know the running game. Otherwise, they're going to always know about protect against the run, and they're going to not worry about the pass. So, yes. I know what we will see though collaboration the only word in the dictionary from pace and Nagy. collaboration <laughs> collaboration thank you for tuning in with us on the halftime dimes podcast please follow our social media and be on the lookout for our next episode